Effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. That is perseverance. Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm Allison P. and I'll be your host. Today's episode, we're going to talk about perseverance and the different factors and how people persevere. I'll be sharing my own personal story about perseverance in kind of younger years. Remember, I'm 60, so this happened about my 30s and 40s. So I'm going to start with sharing about my dad's Alzheimer's. My dad was diagnosed in 2000 with Alzheimer's. So I ended up um, stepping down from full-time teaching and job share to help take care of my dad. Now, if you're familiar with Alzheimer's and the loss of memory for the person who is going through it and the effect on family, it is disheartening. It's very challenging to go through and it's extremely emotional to watch a loved one lose their memory and at times lose, you know, don't even know who you are. So with my Alzheimer's, not mine, with dad's Alzheimer's, I was able to relieve some of the stress for my mom. Now, that was in 2000. It was a roller coaster of emotions for the entire family. And then in 2004, while I'm helping take care of dad, my marriage took a major, major hit. Um, Something happened that there was severe struggles to even keep it on track to stay married. So that was extremely challenging, taking care of dad and then also realizing something that occurred in our marriage that was gut-wrenching and just ripped my heart and soul out. Dad passed in 2006. Luckily, he passed of an aortic aneurysm. He was put in a home for about a month and a half before he passed um, in June of 2006 and ended up having an aortic aneurysm. And it's a very long story. I'll be writing a book about mom and dad because dad had Alzheimer's, mom had dementia. So that was absolutely heart-wrenching. In the meantime, Randy and I, my um, ex-husband and I, well, he was my husband at the time, we were trying to work through our struggles from 2004 until about July 2006. And at that point in July 2006, we decided to get divorced. So I'm just coming off the death of my dad and then now realizing that I'm going to get divorced. So in Wisconsin here in the United States, um, you can file a paper for divorce, and it's very, very easy what my um, ex-husband and I did. Went to court together. There was no battle. Um, we were pretty, pretty good at solving the issue on our own, and I ended up getting um, full placement of our son, Ben. He was 10 at the time of the divorce, and um, we had shared custody, so that alleviated some of the stress. But still, it was extremely stressful coming off of Dad's death. And then the uh, divorce was final in February of 2007, and we worked some things out, and 
we had this beautiful, beautiful house we were living in, in Verona, Wisconsin. And then we ended up days away from foreclosure on that house when it finally sold. So we lost the house. We ended up needing to move out of the house. So Randy had moved out, needing to move out of the house in August of 2007. And that was gut-wrenching in itself as well. We had an excellent neighborhood. Um, we had great friends around us. And then we moved to the town that I was teaching in. So let me share a little bit about the feelings of moving out of this house. My um, ex-husband had built a beautiful, beautiful house that became a home. It was very, very big um, and just had all the amenities that I had ever wanted in a home. And it sounds so shallow and selfish to be attached to a house um, in it. As I look back on it now, it was. And I remember my mother telling me it's like, it's, it's what I do to make the place we move into a home. So after we had moved in August of 2007 out of this beautiful home, we rented, I should say, I rented a duplex for Ben and I, my son is Ben, rented a duplex for Ben and I, and... It was so, so hard to smush all the stuff in there, and I didn't downsize a lot. And this is just weird, you guys, what I'm going to share. I was wackadoodle. I think my um, anxiety, eventually I'll share my story about panic and anxiety. My anxiety was kicking in, and I was so paranoid that something was going to happen to us. Because the duplex, you could hear everything going on next door. They ended up being wonderful people. But in my mind, I kept thinking, they're going to come. They're going to rob us. And um, at that time, and I'm very safe with guns, you guys. I had the gun right underneath my bed. And I'm thinking, oh, man, something's going to um, happen to us. And I remember my son looking at me and going, Mom, are we ever going to be happy? And I just started crying, and we were crying, and I'm like, absolutely. And I think after he said that, I did my pull up the big girl panties and say, hey, you have to move forward. You will move forward. You know you can get through this. You ever hear the story about when you're going through hell, you keep on going? Well, through my whole experience with my dad's Alzheimer's, I cried so many times and like, what the hell? And it was just like, I would um, punch the certain things, which wouldn't hurt anybody. But I kept thinking, you go through hell, you just keep on going. Well, that's what I was thinking as I, you know, we went through the divorce, you go through hell, you keep on going because it's going to be better on the other side. We lose our house, you go through hell, you keep on going. So this is where my son actually learned about perseverance. Because if you think about it, you guys, in one year, in one year, I went through, well, my family did as well, and Ben did, the loss of my dad, then a divorce, so that was Ben and I, and then the loss of a house. Those are the th top three stressors a person goes through. And I never, ever looked at it like that. I always looked at it as 
I got to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And then that's where my gratefulness came in as well. What am I thankful for, even though I feel like shit and going to hell in a handbasket because all this stuff is going on around me? I thought, you know what? I'm here. I'm healthy. I have a son. I have a job. I have a roof over my head. I still have a lot to offer people. I still have a lot to offer. And the other thing is just the littlest things to be thankful for. My family around me, my friends that I'm connected to, the ability to read. Isn't that it's not nuts, but you have to look at what you're grateful for to be able to persevere through the shit we go through. What are things that are going to help you keep going? You 100% have a purpose. You, there is a reason that you are here. You look at that and you are grateful to go in that direction of why you are here. So I think sometimes people who do not persevere, they don't have that vision. They don't have that perspective. And that needs to shift. I want you to share it with people. Be grateful. Look at what you have. Turn that into your why of why you're going to keep going. People who go through shit will rise up like the phoenix out of the ashes and it'll be you will be bigger better and stronger perseverance is powerful and it helps you decide and figure out what your purpose is perseverance is powerful put it out there you can persevere through some of those storms in life you become the storm because you will rise up. All right, that's my story for today. And you know what? I have so many stories in my life, and I always feel like um, some of the things I went through helped me relate to my students so much better. So thank you so much for hopping on and listening. Hit that follow button. Share this with your friends on Spotify. And remember, I always say this, take care of yourself because you have this one life that you are going to have purpose and you are going to persevere. So again, take care of yourself. Keep on learning. It is the essence of life's life and we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.